Cool. Welcome to another episode of Who the Fuck is Delia, the podcast that uncovers the plight of the creative who might not just yet be so successful that they are uh, offending victims of terrorist attacks. They're what? Offending <laughs> victims of terrorist attacks. Not see the news about Eminem? Offending victims. Yeah, so he had that like lyric on his new album about the Ariana Grande concert about something about the. uh, Did he? That's a a close. That's a close one. That isn't it. It is. He's got a lot of shit for that. What? What did he say? I I don't I don't know. I I don't care about Eminem past like eight mile. You know. I love Eminem. I love that he does shit like that. It makes me laugh so much. (laughs) Um, As you can tell, I'm enjoying this week by Michelle Harris. Hey. Tea just so soulful. Yo, oh, I remember that. Uh, via via Wi-Fi, via dodgy Wi-Fi, and then sat in the same room as Tea, we have this week's guest. It is guitarist, songwriter, composer, wow. composer, wow. Um, all-round nice guy, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Woodvine. Yo, hi, woo, woo. Thanks for joining yeah. us, Mike. Thanks. Thanks for having me. This feels Thanks like for, a big privilege. Mm, thanks yeah. for giving in to T's, uh, you know... Onslaught. Onslaught. Con- constant onslaught. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been a while. <laughs> 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 what, when, when did you first ask me? Probably About, when it first started. Yeah, probably when <laughs> yeah. it first started, yeah. I'm sorry. It's just a busy... You know, I'm a guitarist, singer, <laughs> composer. Oh, I meant to say something. <laughs> you know, it takes up so much of your time being just an all-round nice guy. <laughs> I feel like we didn't say singer in the first place. No, you didn't. Good at washing up. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm here to be nice today. Yeah, sorry, yeah. can't do the podcast. Too busy being a nice guy. <laughs> um, so you've just finished uh, playing in a pit band, right? Yeah, yeah. On Daniel research. On yeah, isn't it? Yeah, all that research. <laughs> Google me. Um, Playing in the Liverpool uh, Go on. Empire? No, it wasn't the Empire. Ah, uh, dearie, was the dearie. Playhouse? No, it wasn't the Playhouse. Oh, getting, are we getting closer? I don't know which one's closer. Um, yeah, yeah, the Royal Court, yeah. That yeah. Royal Court. The Royal Court. There we go. Got it first time. No, yeah. um, you were in the band with Ben, right? Of this yeah. parish. Ben's Me, Ben. Glad. Glad. Gladwin. I meant to say Greg. There's no one called Glad. But yeah, sick. 59 shows. Whoa. Wow. And now how long? It was like... Two months, but now but I feel I feel lost. I've literally been off it for like three days or something, and I'm at home like pulling my hair out. So <laughs> yeah, but you, you feel know. lost and minted. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> Which is a good place to be. Yeah, it's not terrible, like. But I mean, I did spend it all. I bought myself a new guitar, Doc. Never showed you that. <laughs> what did you get? I got an ES three three nine. Oh, yeah. very nice. Yeah. What so. What's one of those? One of the semi-acoustic bad boys. Yeah. Chuck yeah. Berry. Imagine mm. Chuck Berry, but a nice guy. I want the 335 of that. It's like a little one. What? Oh, uh, what? ES-335. You've, you've lost me there. I know what that is. That's the bigger one, though. Oh, is it? Yeah, mine's the little one. Oh, I want the one that you've got then. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is such a musician-y, creative person thing to be like, oh, I had a great time doing this job, which was all-encompassing, 59 shows in two months, and now I feel lost. Oh, yeah. yeah. That yeah. is yeah. such yeah. a musician <laughs> thing. Yeah. I'll always remember Dave Ormsby, who's a drummer from Liverpool, telling us that he just got off tour, a European tour with Louis Berry. And the first thing he did was just like sit down on the couch and just go like, oh, right, I'm home. Opened his phone, went on Instagram, saw a, like another UK drummer that was on tour and just felt shit about himself immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It makes no sense. Because you kind of, when you're in it, you almost take it for granted. And then you're like, oh, like I can't wait to get, not even get home, but like, oh, this is really tiring. And, rah, rah, rah. and then you get home and you're like, oh, I miss being tired. Do you think that if we like, if we, now that we know this, now that we know this is an issue, do you think if we plan it to that after we come back from like a big stint of work, we take like a week off away somewhere? 
then that would like it would change your mindset because that would be like you're going away to take the time off whereas you've just come back and you're taking forced time off i hear what you're saying that's yeah. probably quite yeah. a good idea the other way is the other way of seeing that is that you've then paid to feel shit <laughs> oh, yeah yeah but you don't you don't feel shit when you just go on holiday do you don't you do you not do no. you feel <laughs> Mikey's just Mikey's literally like my subconscious. Right now. <laughs> uh, no, I guess you're not supposed to know. Yeah. The the thing I, I find is that you're like I can't wait to just be in my house, just in my bed. Like I don't have to get out of it. I'm in my pajamas. I don't have to do. And then by the end of the first like two hours, you're like, fuck these pajamas are all horrible and gross. And the house is like a yeah. coffin, and I'm. <laughs> but anyway, the show went well. Yeah. It was great, thank you, yeah. Thanks. And it's not it's not like a normal pit band vibe, is it? Um, no, so this was... I did one last time we were in the pit, but this one was on stage. This one was, you're doing your thing, but, you know, we're not reading music. We're all just, like, coming up with random bits. And, like... Ev- I mean that you can add actor to your thing, though. Yeah, man. Actor muso. <laughs> a very, very loose term. Yeah. Standing on the stage, but actor muso. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was dead fun, because you're just like... I mean, I say fun when you're doing it. It feels like hard work and you forget the fun side sometimes. And then yeah. you come out of it and you go, oh shit, that was like mad fun. Yeah. That's but yeah, cool. yeah, it was cool. And we couldn't see any other, like we couldn't see, we had no eye contact. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh shit. So it's oh, like, you're all split up. Yeah. Yeah. Across each side of the stage. I had Gre- uh, Greg Joy behind me, like on top of me. I couldn't see him. I've right, never so seen him too. drum throughout the show. Yeah, he's drumming, <laughs> yeah. mad. <laughs> oh, that is but, weird. Yeah. What's the thing that makes you go into like doing theatre shows because you got an offer recently T which you turned down right yeah. and like I had, an, I had an offer to do it when we were in uni and I, and I turned it down and I couldn't really tell you why I mean I could tell you why I turned mine down go on but so the one that I got offered was like uh, two or it was like most of the time it was two shows sometimes it was three shows a day and so for me it was like as a as someone who like does a lot if I had like a show every evening and that was just a show every evening that would be fine because I could do what I had to do during the day and then do the show in the evening but when you're doing like two show or three shows days in like run court and it's like cool I've got a show at 12 which means that my morning it doesn't really exist and then I'm just like dosing about for three hours which is not enough time to get home to do enough um so right. so it just I feel like that's just like I feel like I'd end up in a pit of depression because I just wouldn't be able to do anything mm-hmm. apart from the shows. And so that was like my kind of thing. Whereas like Mikey's one where it's like most of the time it's one show um, and like very occasionally it's two show days. Yeah. I could probably do that because it'd be like, okay, cool. I can do stuff during the day and like structure myself a little bit more rather than like having like weird two hour gaps or weird like three mm. hour gaps where I can't quite get into it. Is it yeah. something to do with like having your own like artist career stuff? So like, cause you're, I know that you write and compose Mikey, but like your main thing is session guitaring, right? Yeah. So yeah. like, that's a, that is, you're doing what your, the uh, job of, title. Job, yeah, you're doing what that <laughs> is. Whereas T playing bass for a show is great because he's doing a musician thing, but it's not doing like a spoken word thing or a, I don't know, there was a once upon a time a production thing, which probably is not the case anymore, but like, you're not like doing the thing, you're doing something associated with what you want to do, but not, not why, the direct route. Why did you not do it? Uh, I just, I don't know. I like, I just, I just didn't think it was me. Yeah. Not to say that it was like bad or anything. Like, I I think that it's, I think it's really cool, but like, I just, I, just, I think at I think- the time I was like, I'm doing my band and... I think they're all so different though. So for me, it's like I instinctively would say it's not for me. Like, I don't want to do it. But because it was, I don't know, I hadn't really heard much about it, but I was like, yeah, I'll just say yes to it. I'll just do it because then if I hate it, I'm never doing it again. Mm. But I did it. And then to find out that the Royal Court's way of doing it is so like, it's so chill and like not unprofessional, but very like, you know, none of us are, yeah, it's like informal. They all know each other. It's like a big family. Mm. And they do it a certain way. That's what like always put me off that kind of thing was because I was like, oh, to be in a pit band, you have to be a certain level of musician. You need to read music. You need to be like really strict in like, 
you know how you perform and think and I was just like yeah that's miles away from me but when I've like heard about your process and seen what you guys have been doing I've been like oh that's kind of like just being in a band and pissing yeah, about on a stage 100%. that sounds like anyone could do yeah. not anyone but like yeah. I could totally do <laughs> anyone that could do it, <laughs> no, <laughs> you could even be me <laughs> no I don't mean anyone as in talent but I mean like I I would do that because that sounds yeah. fun do you and know I what feel mean? the like, same that's why it's a shock to me to be like oh wait I actually enjoyed that well, is if that I went just to a, the Royal Court? Yeah, like if I went to another theatre, I would probably hate it. Right. Like like the ones that say Johnny Knight's doing, he's MDing ones. Mm. And the I don't know, it just seems like a lot of stress and a lot of stuff's happening with his ones. It's like, I wouldn't want to be doing that. I wouldn't, yeah. Fixing scores and things yeah, like that. Yeah, I'm not, uh, yeah. That's not when happening. you learn the music in the first place, is it, do you have to start with sheet music or do you listen to songs and like learn them from Spotify, that? Spotify, baby. Oh, nice. Yeah, just Whoa, same as same as like functions, function stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Wow. I was yeah. there picturing you with your reading glasses on. I have them on too, light, just in with case. With a light on your music stand <laughs> and a pencil to make amendments to go like, oh, I, I know what they, I know what they mean. They've not written it correctly on the screen. I'll adjust it myself. <laughs> How is him? How is him? Because we'll get lots of like. I know that we've got loads of people who listen to this who are not musical at all and find it fascinating. Whoa, loads of people listen (laughs) to this. (laughs) As I said, all right. All right, we've got a few people listening to this who are not musical at all, (laughs) and they find it like fascinating how we can just like lay in a song and go and play it on stage, and they probably find it quite fascinating that we you could be on a stage and not not even see each other, but just like know what to play. And I think I would find that a little bit intimidating, not being able to see someone. Yeah, I definitely would. Like, how was that? Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's really weird because when you first think about it, you think it's so, you think it's scary. But because we've done like a tech week, which is like, it's half a chance for us to rehearse the bits that we don't quite know. And Mm. it's also us running it and not seeing each other. But you start to just like, I don't know. It's as if like, you there might be a little tiny cue that Greg would do the drummer like where he like he just hits the hi-hat and then we come in and you get so used to just hearing this one little thing and then you're all it's as if you're seeing them like it feels like you're seeing them because you just hear a a little thing from someone Mm. and then when you're when you're bringing any like improvisation bits into that how does that work how does that play out um so that so so, um I mean it's similar to just being in a rehearsal room with a band that like you just you just but you're all something. facing the walls. But you're all facing the walls, yeah. <laughs> but you just like, because it's, it's the underscore bits, so it's bits where there's act, the people are acting, but we're just making noise underneath. Right. So, oh, okay. you know, it's just like, oh, I'll just do this weird swell thing here. And then I might get a, some feedback from Howard, the MD, and he might say, yeah, I didn't really like that bit. Don't do that again. <laughs> Okay. Well, on your in ears, on your monitors. No, I'm just talking like after the show. Like oh, you, you, right, might, right. you might, you might, forget it. So then you've probably done okay. Doing it free time. Like, <laughs> everything you do is like nope, <laughs> <laughs> nope. Stop that. Stop. Or it's like a day at the beach and everyone else is doing like lovely like beach seaside improvy music and you're like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, stop that. Stop. <laughs> Um, yeah. I want to move just away from the, that slightly, uh, actually entirely, although we'll come back to it. <laughs> um, T, before I forget, tell all our loads of listeners, <laughs> um, you're doing about your show that you're doing, that you're putting on oh, the yeah, R&B so event in Liverpool. Oh, oh, okay. So, um, um. As you can tell, we are we, we pre-warn everyone what the deal is here on the podcast. I know. I'm like, oh, what do you want me to tell you? Um, so, uh, one what of can my, you tell us? One of my um, friends. How's the breakfast stop? Is it all right? Yeah, it's pretty loud. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're sharing that bowl with all of us. Just making sure I'm getting all the milk at the bottom, you know. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I enjoyed that. That tasted good to me. Mm. Mm. That sounds good on headphones. Um, so, uh, Kayami, uh, she's a singer. She's like an army uh, girl singer from Liverpool. Um, and she's, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I don't just wow, that was okay for me. You um, should stick that on the poster for the event <laughs> featuring Kayami, R and B girl singer. <laughs> she's an R and B girl singer. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, she's a singer, and she messaged me, and the she was like, um, um, <laughs> yeah, she got in contact with me, and she was like, oh, I want to put on this like R and B night. So yeah. then um, we kind of met. Um, it was me, her, and New Junior, and we just kind of like hashed out some ideas, and I, we kind of like. Um, I told her about some of the cool things that I've seen. So like Troy Bar, for example, where like it's an open mic but there's a host and a live band and the host is always like singing cool songs that everyone's kind of vibing with. And, uh, <laughs> and it's a whole thing that the Troy Bar thing. <laughs> yeah. Um and so we were just kinda like there's there's nothing um that's doing that in Liverpool. There's nothing that's like or there's like almost there's musician jams and stuff like that, but it's all very like by musicians for musicians yeah. nothing yeah. cool live music wise that isn't for gig goers and so we were just kind of trying to put together like we were trying to work out what to call it but you know we want it to be something where it's like accessible for everybody but there's still like but it's still hit to everybody so like there's djs going on so everyone can dance but then there's live music but the live music isn't like oh it's 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 live music that only live music people understanding yeah like mm. uh-huh. we kind of just wanted to make a thing where it's like this is just going to be a vibe but the vibe includes live music because there isn't really anything in Liverpool where like if i'm if i want to go to a club and but like or if i want to go to a bar and see live music i just go as a normal person yeah mm. kind of like i feel like hannah's was like that back in the day but um there's nothing like that now yeah, yeah. Okay. and also i feel like Liverpool lacks a bit of an r&b scene anyway so it's nice to kind of go, okay, cool, and we'll put some artists on, but, you know, the whole point isn't, like, you guys are going on as artists to, like, do your artists almost like, you know, have a party, have a vibe, like, almost like a, I'd rather an artist come and do, like, a DJ set and just hype for free songs and that be your thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So what, what, what's it called? It's called Ginger Root. Ginger Root, and it's where and when? Uh, and you don't know where it is yet, but it's going to be on the 2nd of April. Right. Whoa, that's yeah. you've not got a venue but you've nailed no. in the date. Hundred yeah. percent. <laughs> All right, cool. And is it gonna be a free to attend thing or um we're still working it out. All right. I cool. think I think the I think well we wanna do it like every month and I think the first one will be free is just kinda of like a let's just see how this works, see how it goes and then we'll see what's going on. Introductory offer. Yeah. We've got a, we've got a cool idea where there might be like you can buy a ticket and then you can buy a raffle. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, little, you know, like slump, the opportunity slump, to get slump, up on stage and sing. Can, you know, That's a good opportunity. <laughs> fucking hell, imagine winning and not being a singer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you crumble. But I also, but that was half the thing. It was kind of like, you know, uh, open mic, but like a really kind of fun thing. So like, I'm not expecting everyone to get up to be able to sing, but like, oh my days, that's my tune. I'm just going to sing that song. And like mm. it's just a vibe do you know what i mean kind of like a little bit karaoke but live band and cool yeah know? well don't invite mikey's musical director for the show because he'll give his notes <laughs> at the end of it all <laughs> you like that. nope not for me <laughs> so uh that's called ginger root it's t's gonna pay us to broadcast it and you know spread we, the word in, in april at the beginning of the podcast we will be brought to you by ginger root <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then the podcast will come out like a week after this, the event has actually been knowing us. Um, so yeah, check that out. Uh, I assume there'll be links on all your social media yeah. once it's all sorted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cool. Uh, to quickly return back to uh, the life of Mikey Woodvine. What a life. It's what a life indeed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you're, like you say, you did 59 shows in two months, which spread across... December, January. Did it go into November oh, as well? Yeah, November, yeah. Yeah, okay. So you finished, what, two weeks into Jan? Yeah. Is part of the reason why you tend to feel a bit shitty because of the time of year that you stop? Like, if it was like, oh, I'm doing this show and then we finish and it's July and, it's and then summer, it's summer and, and it's great. Maybe, and... but then the show's also taken up two weeks of January, which would be a pretty down month. But yeah. then, like, a lot of that's been done so it's almost like i feel great that january wasn't quiet right but yeah. then yeah i don't know i guess so partially or maybe not i don't necessarily mean from like a weather point of view like oh it's all gray and horrible in january i, I wasn't I thinking just, weather i was just thinking like gigless and yeah oh yeah even that i just sort of meant as well the fact that like it's the start of a year 
and then you're kind of like, oh, I don't know what to do now at the start of this brand new year. But even though that doesn't mean anything, is yeah, that something so. that plays into it? I hadn't thought about that. Maybe it is. Maybe, maybe I feel more pressure that like, oh, I didn't know what I was doing last year, but now this year started, I probably should know what I'm doing. Oh, but wait, yeah. I don't. I'm back home and I'm, and I'm quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I just kind of feel like a lot of people feel like that in, in music around January. They're sort of like, I should be making waves and it should be like this new thing right. where this is like, we're full steam ahead into the new year, but it's never like that unless you're, you know, you've got a team that have planned this sort of thing and, and it's been specifically planned, but you, you can't plan it yourself because you just end up fucking run ragged in December, mm. right? Yeah, but do you? I don't know whether you guys get this, but I get this now. We were doing an event last night where this was mentioned, and I was like, oh, yeah, I actually feel that. Um, I'll give you three guesses on the type of event Shell was at last night. Yoga. Yeah, with? Meditation. Uh, probably. Yeah, but... Singing. Singing yoga. Almost. <laughs> ah, karaoke it yoga. Was... <laughs> <laughs> it was it was an event called a tune and it was like yoga with live music and this guy it was fucking really cool it was a guy called joe goddard who apparently was he's part of a band called hot chip who were who were quite big i, I know uh, hot chip yeah hot chip are big yeah so and he was a really really <laughs> lovely guy i know music he like <laughs> He, he turned, like, I seen him on the posters and I was like, oh, this guy looks like he's been to a few raves and, like, he's going to be this cockney geezer. And he walked in and he was, like, the nicest guy in the whole world and he was, like, showing me around this really old school um, analogue synthesizer that he had with, like, a really old, like, midi thing that he was running it off. And it was it was so sick. Basically, we just did yoga for an hour and a half on, like, a, a roof, like, a it was kind of like a rooftop. Yeah, in the yeah middle that of facial the expression was, yeah. is and, correct. Uh, <laughs> and then he and he was playing music for us, and it was like all kind of Stranger Things sound and synths. It was fucking sick. But one of the things that the yoga teacher mentioned while he was doing it, and he was like, "2020 is a good year for uh, like manifesting things and seeing movement and development." And he was like, "You might already feel like this year is bringing quite a lot." in and I was like I actually do feel like that like a lot of people I've spoken to all feel like that do you guys not feel that there's like a I don't know there's just like something bubbling this year I, I've never entered a year and known what was going on so much ever in my whole yeah life. like this year has been like oh cool I know what I'm doing in January and February and March and April and like down yeah. to me like I like I like this is the first year that I'm like months in advance yeah I guess, yeah, I, I guess I'm kind of the same. The same a little bit. But there's stuff going on later in the end, like, oh, I've got that thing and I've got that thing. Um, yeah, but even if it's just like a feeling, like not necessarily something looking in your calendar and knowing there's going on, but just like a feeling of being like, oh, there's movement. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know whether that's like a time in our lives where we're all like, we're all coming to the same like point and things are starting to just generally happen. And like everyone around me is around that age. So it's happening to everybody. But I don't know, it just seems like it See, is a thing. See, but I feel like... I feel like it's I feel like the feeling for me anyway is like I don't I, I don't feel secure at all in terms of oh, really? I don't feel like I feel like I don't know what I'm doing with my life and I feel like oh, I don't know when the end of what the end of the year is gonna be like but preach also, brother <laughs> <laughs> but like I look at my calendar and I'm like oh I know that I've got things on I know that I've got things to do but, like so like yeah that's where I'm at so I don't... <laughs> things to do makes it sound like you've got to take the washing out. <laughs> it like you've got plans. Uh, on March the 25th, I need to make sure I take the washing out of the washing machine. Because it'll start to smell. <laughs> <laughs> it's been in there yeah. like, since last week. I sort of feel, I kind of don't, I feel more like what you just said, T, in that I'm just a bit like, I, what am I doing? What? Because I think part of it is the whole... This sounds. This is this is one of the wankiest sentences I've ever said. But and I've said some pretty wanky sentences in my time. <laughs> but I think it's like an artistic identity thing. <laughs> Wanky. Yeah. In the with Delia, for the last two years, 2018 and 2019, we've known exactly what we're doing. Like we're like we have this mindset where it's like, okay, fuck the outside world. We're doing what we're making, what we're making, and we know what that is, and that's that's what's happening. Whereas this year is the first year where it's like, okay, we need to let that outside world back in. Um, 
and also creatively, we probably don't need to do much uh, more in the way that we've been doing it for the last two years because we need to rinse what we've done. We need to actually get some value out of it. So maybe we'll just do a couple of singles or maybe we'll start an EP or something. But really, it's all about like films at the film festival or playing live more or like, and I just feel a bit like, I don't know, like uh, that's just so out <laughs> of my control. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And then I've got this thing of like the studio where it's like I could be helping to build up where I work into being a, uh, you know, hopefully more successful space. And I, again, I'm like, okay, I have this kind of loose idea, but I, it feels so out of my control. I don't, yeah, I don't feel that security that you feel. You guys need to get a notebook and start writing shit down, putting some plans into action. I've got the notepad. I don't know no, what to write. Is, and this, stuff is, this is insane. I think the, the, the you say I don't know how to write. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to write. <laughs> <laughs> Which line do I start on? <laughs> Sorry, T. What are you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say like the the plans are there. The, the stuff in the notepad's there. I just don't. It just feels still feel like. Do you know what it is? It's because I feel like for both of us. I don't know about you, Mikey, but like it feels like new territory. And so that's the thing. Yeah. It's like there's stuff there that we like, you know, we have the ideas of what to do, but it's not, mm. it's, it's different from what we've been doing. So I don't know what the end result's going to be because I've never been yeah. here before. See, I think I agree with what you said as well, but it's the things to do, but I don't have, I have things that I, I have like the, the jobs, the jobs are there like throughout the year, but then there's like in between the jobs, like what are the things to do? Well, I was like, I was going to ask you about that because whenever I've listened to like any of your compositions, I'm always massively blown away by them. So would you not use these times to be like, I don't have to do fuck all else. I can just, I can just make, I can just sit in my room and make incredible pieces for the next month until my next job. In theory, yeah. Like that would be so good. But But also Netflix. Not even that. I don't even know if I like Netflix. (laughs) It's there, I think. I did buy a TV, but you know um i think like it's a proper like fight with yourself because like if mm. i'm not practicing practicing guitar then i'm suddenly like ah, oh, i feel shit about playing guitar and then if i'm playing right. guitar it's like oh but i've not like written anything in ages i want to do that oh man mm. tell me about it and it's just it's a whole thing it's a whole thing of like you try and do one thing and you're thinking oh but i'm not doing the other thing and like yeah. you cannot yeah, do everything at one time no but yeah. it's baby steps in it and, yeah. and the thing is, when you start making the baby steps, I find you just start feeling generally better. So, all right, one day you might do a bit of guitar and then you'll be like, oh, fuck, I'm not writing. So the next day you just sit down and do like a couple of hours of writing. And then like, and then you start feeling like, oh, but now I'm just a jack of all trades and a master of none. But if, if you eventually I find that if you just keep on doing those little couple of hours everywhere, yeah. you know, take the baby steps at like two weeks in, you're like, ah, oh, I feel fucking great. I suppose it's you, you develop a routine or something with it. Mm. where you are sort of nurturing all those bits that need nurturing. Mm. You're watering all those individual plants. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, but I have that massively where I'll be like, okay, I haven't like sat down at my Mac and made something in ages. And then I do it and I'm like, oh, okay, it went all right. I've like got half of something there that I'm oh, sort of happy with. But then I kind of feel like a bit of a meth because I've not gone left the house. And then I'm like, but I haven't written anything like on a real instrument, like an acoustic guitar for ages. Yeah. So that I, like, what's the point? And then... I don't know why that negative side comes in, but it just yeah. does. I think I get negative about it when I don't finish things because I know that if I start yeah. writing something, I'm probably not going to finish writing this thing. And then Fuck because then I've got this place. thing, yeah, because I've got this thing that's unfinished and it's not going to get finished, then I get annoyed about the fact that I even started right. that thing. You guys <laughs> are way too hard on yourselves. That is, yeah. that's, that's like this, that's a musical equivalent of something that someone I know who I won't name, but I'm going to say what they said said once they're talking about getting a dog right right and they were like i'm they were like i'd love the idea of getting a dog but i'm not going to get a dog because one day it'll die (laughs) 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 that's the musical equivalent in like i'm not going to write a song because i won't finish it yeah Yeah, no it is and it is yeah and it defeats the purpose of its of itself but the thing i guess you never know in it because like you never know what inspires you because you could like start writing something and go whoa this is different from anything I'm just gonna finish this, or you, or or you, or it could end up in finished, but you, yeah. you, you never know. If you and also, like, I feel like with all of us, um, the the joy of us doing stuff is never in the end result. The joy of us doing stuff is like the the doing of it. Do you know what I mean? And you get you gain so much from the process. See, sometimes yeah. I feel different. 
I feel really? I've done things before, especially when I was at uni doing composition. Mm. The the come up, coming up with the songs or the tracks was sometimes so painful. And yet, listening back to some of them, it's like, wait, where did this even come from? I don't remember doing this, but yeah. I like the sound of this. And so it's, right. it's almost as if I enjoyed listening back to it more than I did, like, the process. Right. Which is weird, because, you know, I'm supposed to love the process. Yeah, that's the, enjoy the journey, not <laughs> yeah. the destination and exactly. all that. But yeah, what if the destination's know. really nice? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can enjoy your destination as well. You can enjoy your destination as well, but, like, I'm saying the destination shouldn't take away from the journey. Yeah, all right. I mean, I've got this thing on, on the go at the moment in my calendar. It's like an ongoing battle between me and this one thing in my iCal, which I keep moving from day to oh, different weeks. Oh, fuck, week. I know what you're going to say. Wait, no, it's not the tax. Oh. It's not tax. Oh, yeah, that's a thing as well. <laughs> that's that's going to You need to get that done. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's done. I just need to submit it, but fucking paying that. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's, it's something that just says voice memo day. And I just keep moving it to days that I have completely free, which is like for me to go through voice memos of little ideas that I've noted down and been like, oh, I'll remember that or I'll make something from that. And then like getting them into a logic session and be like, all right, cool, do a bit on that. And then next voice memo. And it's been moved from October 2019. <laughs> and it's still not happening. <laughs> and, and that's because, and that's not to say that I haven't had days where I've sat down and written anything. Like I had a, a, something recently where I did this like composition piece but when I sat down to do was it, I was like, no, naughty B. that was with the naughty B, that naughty B. That I love that piece. It was great, wasn't it? Naughty little B. Um, where I was like, okay, I'm just going to start something new because I want this particular vibe and I want to start something new. When really I could have started the voice memo thing. Although, in but fairness, then I, I, that, I do it wasn't get a full that day. Because that's like, that's like almost like forcing creativity out. Yeah. I, like I understand that because sometimes you're just like, when you know that that's something that you should do, it's hard to get yourself into like the mind. Yeah. Like that. So I mm. understand that. And sometimes if, if like, if an idea comes there and then, nine times out of ten, when you just run with that idea, you end up making something great with it anyway. Yeah, it's like pulling on a thread that you can't stop yeah. pulling eventually. And like, it's like, oh, when, shit, when it's those right, moments come, you can't necessarily control <laughs> when they're... Th- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sorry you can't necessarily control when those moments appear so so like you have to run with them when you get them mm. you can't I, be like oh, i'm gonna put this as, i'm gonna i'm gonna voice memo this and have a voice memo day instead <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe maybe i think the thing is with the voice memo is that a lot of the time i re- when i when i note something down as a voice memo i'll be like oh that's sick i need to put that down or that that could spark this other bit of creativity so me going and being like oh i need to go through them all and like actually put them into you know or start doing something with them um it like i feel like i'm tapping into whatever that creative or i feel like i'm going to be tapping into whatever that creativity was at the time that i was unable to do anything about because i was out somewhere um, cause sometimes I like, I did it, I, I had the intention of doing it the other day. So I listened to one and I was like, Oh, that's a, that's a sick little riff. I'm going to put that down and then came to it and didn't put it down. But I feel like that could rejuvenate some sort of, it doesn't feel as forced as you might think. Like, I feel like you could rejuvenate the creativity from that point yeah. to be like, okay, we're going to, yeah, I guess that's different. I guess go. it's like yeah. when you're like, I'm out and about and I can't do it now. So I'm going to put it in a voice note to kind of re-trigger that later. Yeah. That's a different yeah. yeah. See, my problem is, is whenever I voice note something and listen back to it, I'm always like, that's fucking shit. What did I do that for? (laughs) Whereas ideas that I come up with, like on the spot, I normally, like generally, I feel them more. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. I've got a few voice memos in there. I was listening where there's like people chatting because I must have thought about it in the kitchen. And I'm like trying to hum into my phone, but there's people talking in the background and I just can't make out what the fuck is going on. (laughs) And I find myself on the phone going, mom, stop speaking, mom. Or like... She'll like I to like be angry at Shell because I'm like, she's like, what are you doing? You spoke over my voice memo. <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't actually happened to you yet. Um, before we move on, we have a song out tomorrow. We do? Oh shit, yeah, we do. We have the final one of this latest trilogy for the film. It's called Epilogue, Mirrored Skies. And it's a funky little number. A and we're going to perform it a cappella for you right there now. There we go. <laughs> And we all have to put on blindfolds so we don't see each other. Like, that's, what, that's what Mikey's used to. <clears throat> um, produced by T and I. 
Yeah. TNI? Whoa, TNI. TNI sounds like an artist, doesn't it? TNI. Um, TNI. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's TNI. Ah, TNI. It's like yeah, TNT cool. without the cross. Um, I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's the more upbeat one. And it's going to wrap up this little saga of, the, of before the film comes out. And then the film will start making its way out. It shall. Uh, it'll be on all streaming services this Friday, tomorrow. The 24th of Jan 2020 so if you're listening to this in October 2039 it's probably still out <laughs> you probably still get it um, wow. and then are we going to see you in Mamma Mia oh yeah are we yeah Yay. yeah I guess so and for anybody who didn't notice the distinction there it's not called Mamma Mia it's, it's called, called Mam Amia Mamma Mia <laughs> that's fantastic I, I feel like I want to come and try and catch that one because isn't that the second or third time that, that's, that's done its run isn't it it's meant to be uh, really good I think so yeah I've not, I, don't, I feel bad because I've not heard much about it and I don't know much about the show's history but Fair. yeah I've been told that it has and it should be great and I can get you free tickets if you just you know want to come just along holla. well you, know? you heard it here first guys if you want free tickets <laughs> <to follow me. laughs> <laughs> Give us a call and Mikey will try and get them for you. <laughs> um, we should move on to a few segments just because of time. Mikey, oh. we will touch on other parts of your no, musical even, career. Don't even worry. Don't touch on other parts of him. <clears throat> um, <laughs> but we'll do that another time. We'll do that in person where we'll talk about more session guitaristy stuff and we'll Lovely. talk about composition y stuff. Um, That's if we can ever get you back on. Yeah, which yeah. we will, you know, maybe busy. this time next year. Maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> so let's move on to the first seg. Do you do out by Oasis? Why don't you just go on the Is there any chance you can sound more like the same? What's your plan B? Why don't This is our little section on nuances or annoyances or just little funny quirks of the trade that you would only know about if you were to work in that trade. Because Jack Batchelor is a great drummer. His grandparents always ask his parents, what's Jack going to do when he's finished with the drums? Or to further that, how are the drums? <laughs> <laughs> is this guy so, made up or should I know this guy? Uh, hey. you, won't, you won't know him, but he's not made up. I don't know if this was a made up scenario. No, no, no. I'm sorry, Jack Batchelor. <laughs> so if you can think of, um, Mikey, if you've got anything that's like a little, like, that's a funny little thing. or I feel like there'll be lots of interesting bits from, um... from the show. From theatre I'll be honest with you, I don't really understand what's just happened. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll go first. I've got a little one this week. Mine is tiny, and it's just a little thing, just a little grievance I just want to... Um, Alex's are voice. always grievances. Yeah, of course. You know, like, we take the piss out of sound engineers because they have trouble with drummers who are like, can you hit your snare, please? And the drummer's like... And he's like, all right, cool. Is that how hard you're going to hit it during the show? And they're like, yeah. And then the show starts, and the drummer's like... And the sound engineer's like, fuck's sake... I have that with podcasting, I guess, now, because I, I do some podcast production for people. I get in there, right? I'm like, can I just get a one-two from everyone? Just speak <laughs> at the level at which you're going to speak. Make yourself comfortable in your chair, and I'll arrange the mic around you. So you just make yourself comfortable. I'll put the mic where it needs to be. Yeah. Rather than, rather than oh, you got to put your leg up here and put one arm over there and then mic, so that you can speak into I'm just, you know, I'll make it easy for you. And then they're like, one-two, one-two. I'm like, all right, cool. And then it comes to it, and there's one guy who's either <laughs> the loud drummer, who's like, so he's like, one, two, one, two. Is that okay? Yeah, okay. Welcome to the show! <laughs> and I'm like, fucking hell. Or you get the opposite, where they'll be like, one, two. And then it comes to actually talking, and say the person they're talking to is opposite them, and the mic's in front of their face. They then go, right then, so... <laughs> what are we... Excuse me, the mic isn't... In front of your face, you're now leaning. The, the mic is now at the back of your head. You, if you'd have told me you were going to do that, I'd have accommodated for it. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's my little one this week. It's tiny. It's pretty niche, but you know, anyone else got anything? I had a funny one last night because last night I was like, I've never done this before, but I essentially was playing the part of the sound engineer, so I kind of felt their pain a little bit, and like. 
I, only, I was only playing that part because it was it was my PA they were using. So I'd like set it all up and stuff, and then our PA, just saying, whatever. And then the and then <laughs> Joe the guy weekends. comes in and he he like starts plugging in and whatever else, and then like. He set. He just like I think he just randomly set the volume level without you know kind of just te- you know like turning it up to one and testing what what it did, and it, he nearly blew my speakers and I was just like, Ooh. holy shit! But the thing is, he didn't just do it once. He like carried on hitting things to like try and fix it, and I was like, <laughs> please stop touching <laughs> things until you've turned the music <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> and like I didn't want to jump in as if I was a sound engineer and be like, oh no, actually this is the way you do it because I was like, he's a musician, he knows how to wake a desk. Yeah. But I, there was another part of me that was like, do I like pull rank here and be like, mate, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's an annoying one. That for like, like we had that at a wedding once where we were p- supplying the speakers for the party afterwards, mm. so we did our little acoustic set and then. <clears throat> and then they used our speakers to play their their disco music and this bloke just kept coming up stairs and sneakily like turning it up on the back of the speaker so then i was like oh sorry mate it can't really go much louder than that because you like you see that little red light that means that it's clipping which means that it's you Distorting. could damage it uh, and he was like all oh, right okay and then we'd just be chilling and every so often you know it's like this pissed guy at a wedding would just sneak up the stairs and just do it again <laughs> And then you're just like, you're, well, you're like, dude, I can see you. You're like a six foot <laughs> dude. And then you have to go and turn that down. Cause, yeah, so I feel and it sounds like shit out front because it was so loud. No one could talk and it was like distorting. And you were just like, mate, you don't need this. Yeah. Um, anything? Anyone? Any more for I've anyone? I've got one actually. I was in, oh. a, I was in rehearsal um, at some point and management and producer and someone else came into the rehearsal to like listen to what we've kind of done and like you know they were very much like you know just like we're just coming to like see the rehearsal like nothing wild like we'll probably make a couple pointers but like you guys just play how you were playing and like you know it is what it is like we'll just we'll just, we'll just say some stuff after is this for your stuff no no no, no. this is for um, this is for someone else that i'm playing for right okay so like we were playing the songs and like we get through and then like at the end, um, the, one of the managers was like, "I get like you guys just need to like play outwards. You guys need to be like performers. You like you guys need to like really just like play more like uh, like the singer. Like I you know, take the mic off the stand and like I just need you to give it some." And it was like in a rehearsal. I was like, "Bro, you literally just told us to just <laughs> to just play how, how like normally yeah. like what." Yeah, don't come oh, back at me with that. <laughs> yeah, like, what, uh, what? I'm not on stage right now. I'm in a fucking pirate <laughs> rehearsal studio. Like, what do you... What, what, Take the mic off the stand and How shake that awkward. ass. How awkward <laughs> would it be for everyone in the room if, like, the singer actually took the mic off the stand and started, <laughs> like, like, singing at the three managers <laughs> or whatever in the room, <laughs> like, proper going for it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, everyone would be like, oh, can you, you could just stop yeah, doing yeah, that if you wanted to. That. You get your power stance on with your legs spread and your head nodding, <laughs> rocking those two fingers on the bass. Give me that G, keep rocking that G. Dum, 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 bum, bum, bum. Uh, anything, Mikey? Um, I don't think the trouble with being such a nice guy, right, <laughs> is, you know, sometimes you overlook these not so nice moments and you just it see it as a, nice. But it, it could be a nice moment. Nice moment. Nice Do I have moment. any nice moments? Um, like it, something cute happens and you're like, oh, that was good. People let something, you know, someone, there's <clears> lots of stuff that people don't know about in pit bands. So like, you know, as an audience member, what do we not know about what you're doing up there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so many, okay, so yeah, so there's there's bits, there's always stuff where, you know, I kind of told a little white light and that sometimes there was a moment where I could look across at Ben and I can see his little eyes, his little pearly eyes. <laughs> and um, so there'd be little there's just like internal jokes that would happen a lot and sometimes it's just me staring at Ben and us like doing little things maybe we're just like flicking our eyebrows or like you know doing, trying to make each other laugh or something you know what I mean right. or, or yeah. like we, we start there's one of the songs that we did and um, we suddenly started having a dance off but like obviously it's not a dance off because we have to be professional on stage but like we're playing the song and then we just look at each other and then he's just like just moving his hips a little bit. So that, and then he stops and then so then it's my turn and then I'm like, 
wobbled his shoulder a little bit. But then he started going like just wild because, you know, it's Ben. He just starts yeah. leaning back. And then he just gets to the point and he's so far back, but he just stays there. And we're just playing the song, but he's just like all the way. So just stuff like that. You know, it's good fun just like having little internal <laughs> jokes nice. on stage. Like can that. you can you be seen on stage at this point? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's the whole point. Yeah, just like lead him back yeah, on stage. Yeah. Like, that's the danger, isn't it? That's right. the, that's well, the, the thing risk is, it's because everyone's watching. You know the actors. Yeah, yeah. No it's one like if anyone cares guys. to just suddenly go, oh wait, what are those two doing? <laughs> They'll see us just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's good. Um, sh- just before we get onto the final section, I want to ask one final thing about the pit band stuff. Does is there a noticeable difference from week one to week fifty nine? That an audience member would be like, ah, they weren't kind of ready at week one. So, I, see, I'm not, this isn't, hmm. I feel like, I, I don't mean, want to say anything right, bad. So. Like, yeah, we have tech week. So we, so the script wasn't finished during our rehearsal. We have one week rehearsal with the actors. Mm-hmm. They were still writing the script. And oh, then wow. come to tech week, they changed they change the ending before the first show. Oh, we shit. had a new ending. The, the queen got killed in a different way. Whoa. Whoa! I mean, the queen gets the killed. Show's, the show's over, so you know. <laughs> um, but like, so I feel like my experience with this one is going to be different from. I can't remember what the question was. I forgot what you asked. Well, just just like from show one to fifty nine is. Can you yeah? So tell like, the difference? Um, I think it just gets funnier. I think it gets funnier. Everyone gets a bit more relaxed. Everyone's like, okay, this they're used to everything. And Everyone think, knows exactly what they're doing. Yeah, I think they just it becomes more fun with the audience. Like they interact yeah. differently, so it becomes. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. You know. So you shouldn't shouldn't go and see a show if it's in its opening week. No, nah, you should wait till the last week. The last week. Yeah, the last I'd, week. I was. I would have thought like smack down the middle, because aren't you getting a bit tired by the last week? Twenty third of December. You should see. It. Oh wait, twenty second of December. Yeah. You should see it then. That's when you go. Yeah. Because because you get this. I like I've I've heard. Not that I know a lot about theatre, but I've heard people say that, like, oh, they they seemed quite tired by the end of it, or like, oh, we saw them on the last run of it, and you could tell that they were all fed up of it. Or yeah, I think it, you get you start looking forward to finishing it, but yeah. I think maybe the last show because there's suddenly this energy, like, whoa, this is the last one. Ah, yeah, so then that would be kind of that would be good. I think it's mad that there's a Christmas show in two weeks into January. Oh, it's crazy! It's crazy. I've still Are got pe- the Christmas songs going around my head. Like that should have finished ages ago. Yeah, mm. and there's a load that it's full. It's full like every night, which That's is mad. even madder if that's a word. Madder, madder. madder. It is now. Um, all right, final section of the podcast. Drop in now. E. Oh my god, who the fuck is Peter Guy? Who's he, lad? This is who the fuck is Peter Guy? Mikey knows loosely who Peter Guy is, I'm sure. Yeah. Music reviewer from Liverpool. Uh, yeah, Peter Guy has some some beef with our with our drummer George. Oh, actually, the other way around. A drummer has hey, beef with him. Where is George? Uh, he's he's knocking around. We saw him the other week. He's well. He was on he was on last week's pod with Cam. Um, you didn't give T what he wanted then. Not at all. Oh, he's broken down. <laughs> he's in a car. <laughs> Something to do with a car. Fuck. Forgot um, mate. forgot our own insight. Sorry, mate. Um, I think that was better though. Because it anyway. Let it go. So Let it go. This Let it go. this was a music recommendation section, but it's now just turned into a recommend anything vaguely arty section um so what have you been listening to watching consuming so i am i am i got a new radio in my car right um this is and uh i'm now i'm I'm having i'm on the like three month trial of apple music i'm just giving it a go you know Mm. how are you feeling uh you come on our family membership you don't have to pay for it Got free space. Should have told him. If this Alex before. is okay with that, I mean, you just got free space. Now. But anyway, <laughs> <go on. laughs> um, um, and I just happened to put on the Beats One radio, and like it happened to be in the middle of uh, Halsey's interview. Halsey, uh, Halsey, Halsey, um, and she was like just about talking about a bit where she was like, "My personal life is a mess, um, and it's dead funny." So like I just wrote a whole album about it, and I was like, okay, that's quite funny. He's like, let me go listen to the album, and the album's like pretty sick. You don't, I think, I don't think you like get that if you like listen to it without like, knowing them. Yeah, I think I needed context. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, 
I just put on the album and it's just like a really good pop album. Like some of the lyrics, like some lyrics are like, like there was that one lyric that we were talking mm. about where she says like, I'm never ever having a baby with you. I'm so glad I never ever had a baby with you. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it's, but then when you put it in the context of like, oh, my life is a mess. It's just quite yeah. funny. Do you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm um, going to check that out. Yeah. That sounds cool. So um, listen, to the, listen to the, it's a really good album. In fairness. There's a one tune called Graveyard, Absolute Flames. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to go like I'm going to go a little bit old school on one of mine because I discovered something about myself this week and it it kind of blew me away. Are we bringing back the emo kid? No, no. Cheryl was never an emo kid. I was never an emo. She's a fucking little chav, wasn't she? I was. I was was like dancing away. I was like grinding to Usher when I was 15. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Um, So I was in a reformer class the other day. And I, it's like Pilates reformer. It's like, karaoke. it's just like, yeah, it's karaoke. <laughs> I was in a karaoke class the other day and it was like during a really intense part of the karaoke and like, <laughs> <laughs> and then this, and I was like really feeling it. And then this song comes on and I was like, oh, and it like got me through that bit of movement. I was like, what is this? This is amazing. And I was like, it must be Robin. Sounds like Robin. I haven't listened to any of Robin's new stuff. I'm going to have to go away and listen to Robin. But then, so I was like, remember the lyrics, remember the lyrics. And then when I walked out, I Googled the lyrics and I was like, oh shit, it's Kate Bush. <laughs> 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 and the problem is because of uh, somebody who I will not name in throughout my kind of uh, early 20 years, they, they ruined Kate Bush for me. One, because they loved Kate Bush so much, and two, because they tried to be Kate Bush so much, and it it was painful. It was it was painful. So I instantly, even though I've never listened to Kate Bush, I instantly took a dislike into her, and then I was like, I like I had this epiphany where I was like, holy shit, I've been missing out on this artist who I might really like this whole time because of somebody else. (laughs) So anyway, I started listening to the song. The song's called Cloud Busting. Everybody probably knows it because it's really old, but just go back and have a little reminisce on it because it's really good. However, I did did then go and explore Kate Bush's like back catalogue and mm. I was like, oh, she is so fucking annoying. I could not listen to this all day. <laughs> it, it's really annoying. I, I feel like he, I always thought that you would like Kate Bush. Yeah. I'm surprised I, that you didn't. Yeah, th- there's probably other people I prefer over here, but I, there's a few songs where I'm like, you nailed it there, love. Babushka. Mm. Yeah, I uh, know that's a really shit one. Big tune. No, it's it's really annoying. I can't deal with that really high singing. The high, all the songs that I like is when she's not like screeching at a really high. What's the one that tone? seems to have like a sort of major key change for the chorus, and it feels really like whoa when it happens. Could be Babushka. It's like her most famous one. I don't know. Um. Ooh, I don't know. Oh, I mean, I go don't on, think. Mikey. Re- what, what have you been listening to, or what do you want to recommend? Christmas songs in January. Nice one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm gonna say is, I was learning some songs for an indie function band because mm-hmm. I'm an indie kid. Yeah. And um, I can tell you're a white guy, browner. Yeah. You know that kind of vibe. It's certain build. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm gonna say. If you if you have not listened to music that you used to listen to as a child or as a youngling, yeah, you've not done that for a while. Go back and do that because it's very nostalgic and nice and lovely. Fair. Yeah, dancing in the moonlight. Good. I used to remember dancing in my bedroom to that. <laughs> Probably in my underwear. The top loader song. Yeah, man. <laughs> okay. I know. Strange. Wow. Yeah. I'm gonna. I've now got an image of of a young Mikey in his wife front. Yeah, brief in his bedroom. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna. All right. Anything else? I could carry on if you wanted. It's up to you. No. I, no. No. We don't. Okay. Need to I'm gonna. I'm gonna extend on yours. So yeah, you should go and listen to the stuff that that you liked as a kid. But but only listen to the stuff that you liked as a kid. Don't listen to the stuff that that band is now doing. No, no. Yeah, no. Green Day, you've just put out a new single, right? I used to love Green Day. I used to model model my life around Green Day at one point. They used to need to stop releasing music. They should have stopped releasing music years ago. But (laughs) After 21st Century Breakdown. 
after that down. album, exactly. Just stop. That album was probably one step too far, but they probably <laughs> needed to do it just because. Just end. Why are you still doing it? Stereophonic Why are you releasing? Song. Well, yeah, but I didn't listen to them as a kid. They're like a grown-up band, aren't they? Yeah, they were like your mum's band. Yeah, my dad loves Stereophonics. I think all the music I listened to as a kid was my mum's music. So Right, Fair. okay. Yeah. I mean, Green Aww. Day are now still... <laughs> <laughs> they're putting out a single. They've got to be in their 50s now, right? Surely. And they're, or maybe forties, I don't know, but they're putting out a single called "Oh Yeah!" Exclamation mark. Oh no! And the oh. and the artwork is like a scratchy cartoon drawing of like a hand with blood coming down it, and like, and it's got like scratchy writing. Just stop it! Stop it! You're ruining. You're shitting all over your your own legacy. Like you know, you have this thing with like Paul McCartney and Elton John and people like that, where it's like, oh, maybe they should stop because they are crapping over what they used to do. But then this is like next level because you can't do it with rock music the same way. No. You have to change and you have to adapt. And especially that whole like fuck the system thing. Do it in a more mature way. Don't stop trying to be the band that we listened to when I was 14. Well, are they I still mean, trying to be it, like the rock band for kids though? It seems like the music seems like they're trying to do a modern day version of what that was rather yeah. than just, just going with the times. Don't do a modern day version of what that was. Do something different. Do something new. I mean, you mentioned last week, and you actually showed me the songs this, like this week, the the new Bring Me the Horizon stuff. Yeah. And what's that one song that goes on for ages? And he's just repeated this one. He's shit just lyric. like, I want to steal something. <laughs> and it's like Sheffield accent. He just does that, and it, yeah, just stop doing that. Stop it. <laughs> it's right. a really bad album. I'm, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna recommend. It, but then, then sticking on the whole, on the whole, you know, stuff that you liked when you were. A, when you were younger Hayley Williams of Paramore has yeah. announced that she's doing an album mm. she has a single out called Simmer listened to that yesterday it's alright it's yeah. alright yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm. you know it's not amazing it makes made me cringe a little bit when she first started singing yeah but then you sort of settle into it and I was like you know what I'm, I'm here for this it's okay I don't mind it my main recommendation mm. comes from it was recommended to me by good friend and listener to the podcast, Lee Houston, who is gradually injecting us with country, <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, like concentrated country music and in just injecting it into our lives. Uh, but he sent us, and this is someone that I probably should have known, but didn't know, a band called the Marcus King Band. Nope. Cool. They have a track called Rita Is Gone. And then he sent me the live version from the, the, the Bridge 909 studio or something like that. And they've got loads of albums, but that, that one particular video is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's this like Americana blues, but it's like a funky kind of blues. It's got like a, like a decent groove to it, but it's, it's not funk by any stretch. But then they're all kind of country looking dude. Like the Americana vibe comes from yeah. them being all like beardy, long hair and their accents. It is so nice. <laughs> And then his voice kills. It just kills. I can't recommend it highly enough. Yeah, this, the, yeah. Hey, send me the um, send me the name of that Chris Stapleton song as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like for the first time because I like I've listened to this album because Lee bought it, bought this album for us. This, so this is, is the how injection we, of the yeah. Of this the is the injection country. of the country, and we we listen to it quite a lot to be fair. And I enjoy putting it on this this one song that I really have always appreciated his vocals. But for the first time the other day, I actually listened to the words, and it broke my heart. I I was heartbroken. Really I was like, good. fucking <laughs> hell. And like, I'd just never, ever listened to them in that way before. And I was like, okay, so this is why people listen to country. I it's totally ab- got it. It's about him and his like wife breaking up. Yeah, and it's like a like, breakdown of a it's relationship. It's like we pass in the hall and like the only time we ever see each other is... It's when we've got to talk, about, got the to talk about the bills. Shit like that. And, they just, like, yeah. and then the end of the chorus is like, you, if you can go or you can stay, but I won't, I won't love you either way. It's, and it's, it's like... It's fucking oh. heartbreaking. <laughs> It's, anyway, yeah, so... That's because they just... Uh, it's, it's the truth and three cards and the truth. That's what it is. <laughs> That's the country music. Um, what, what accent? That was a country accent. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. On that note, yeah, let's wrap this show up. Uh, Mikey, we'll have you on again and we'll talk more about other aspects of your life, but thank you very much for coming on this week. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you. And enlightening us with your tales of 
dancing in your bedroom. <laughs> in your underwear. <laughs> if you want to imagine what that's like, you should go and watch Mamma Mia and watch wow. him and him and Ben have a, a dance off on stage. <laughs> and then imagine him in his bedroom doing what he's doing with his <laughs> pants on. Um, we have a new single out tomorrow. It's called Epilogue. Go and stream it. Check, keep an eye out on T's stuff for Ginger Root. Like a pigeon. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, you like sound like a pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Thanks again, Mikey. Thank you. Thanks, T. Wow. Thanks. Thanks, Shell. Tap. And remember, too much sauce ruins fries. I actually had it that time. I actually, oh. I actually had it that time. Sorry, we go again. And uh, T. Oh fuck! fuck <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Ruins the fries. Oh, wow. Ruins the fries. Yeah. And tea ruins the fries. <laughs> <laughs> right, thanks guys. All right. <laughs>